Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Linz, what do you got? So guys, Guns N' Roses announced an extensive 2023 world tour today. Uh, the band will kick things off in Tel Aviv, Israel on June 5th before heading to Europe for 15 concerts. And then on August 5th, they'll make their way back to the U.S. for 22 more dates. And they won't be making a stop in L.A., which is kind of surprising to me. So if you want to see Guns N' Roses in California, you're going to have to head either to San Diego on October 1st or Sacramento on October 8th. So Guns N' Roses is coming, but not to a theater near you. Hmm. Oh, Cappy, are you uh, disappointed? Um, depends. Those venues that you mentioned, Lindsay Baseball, where are they playing? Like in Sacramento, are they playing where the Kings play? They're playing at the Snapdragon Stadium. In in where? San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying up in Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento is at the Aftershock Festival. Okay. Because I when Guns N' Roses last toured, I remember a bunch of my friends like, dude, we're going to go to Guns N' Roses. I'm like, where's it at? And they told me whatever stadium it was at. And you guys know I have a thing about stadium concerts. But I also was like, wait, these guys haven't toured for like 25 years. They immediately pull back into stadiums? Don't you think maybe like an arena would be a nice thing to try? They've been touring for a while, Cap. I understand. But when they first came back, I oh, thought okay. it was very presumptuous. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, and, I'm sure they sold them all out. Oh, dude, they crushed it. And yeah. I was like sitting there like a moron going, uh... I thought stadium shows for Guns N' Roses was stupid. Oh, no way. I knew I wanted to go when they started touring again. I used to love them so much in like middle school, and I was jealous. I wanted to go. But yeah, I thought for sure that they would sell everything out, and they did. I mean, it's like they never missed a beat. Hmm. It's what happens when you kind of like disappear off the face of the earth for like 15 years. And Axel, Achwell, Achwell can still sing. He can still bring it. Yeah, apparently. All right. Well, I go see him. I'd like to go to the one in San Diego. But you won't okay. pay for it. Oh, well, I don't need to pay for it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, hook me up, Cappy. I'll go with you. I mean, Laura, I mean, really? I mean, I mean you in, don't come in particular, through, so, you know. In particular, saying. in South LA, a.k.a. San Diego, <laughs> forget about it. Okay, sir. Forget Lindsay, about it. Lindsay, you're good then. He's actually yeah, going to come can, through you can, for you. You can take me, Cappy. I'd like to go. Well, now, now, hold on a second. I didn't exactly say that, Laura. Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't say that, but I'm I mean, asking. when is it? Tell me when it is. October 8th. October, oh, October 8th. 8th. What's, the, what's the day of the week, you know? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. All right. Well, I got you, kid. See? He got you. October, October 1st is the one when October it's in 1st. San Diego. October okay. 8th is in Sacramento. So let's see. What day of the week is that? Who uh, wants to do that in Sacramento? It's on a Sunday. Let's do it. I mean, to Sunday. go to Sacramento, though, yeah. bro. I mean, come on. To go no, to Sacramento for Guns and Roses? I don't even like Guns and Roses that much, so I'm not going to... No, I know, but I'm just saying in general, Sacramento, like, I don't even want to go to Sacramento, period. You don't want to make There's any There's not laws? really a ton to do there. It's no. a nice little town, but, it's like, like cute, I'm not... You know, but no. I'm, it, it's not like I'm going there, like... To go. You're right. passing through. That's what you're doing. To sac- yeah. Like, you're passing through somewhere else if you're in Sacramento. Yeah. And, it's look, it's a nice little town, but it's not like... Yeah, I'm in and out, like, if I'm there. Yeah, it's cute. Well, they've done a great job of rebuilding that downtown. That arena is very that. nice. Yeah, the arena's the arena, very nice. the hotels around, the bars and restaurants nearby. They have they have really done a great job with that town. Go up there and make some laws, Laura. I'm good. Hard pass. Be an assemblywoman. <laughs> no, bro. Hard pass. Hard pass. Anyways. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um... So, Cappy, I'm going to address something here before we get to your boy Brody. Mm. Uh, I want to address someone in this Adonis and Cap circle of trust named Samurai the Seventh. Okay, what's his deal? Who is saying he has a thread going on here? Um, Kind of thread. A thread on the Twitter on the circle of trust. I didn't know if he was like sewing this guy. I didn't know. No, not no sewing. Yeah. No, okay. no crocheting, no sewing. Mm-hmm. It says, it's amazing how none of y'all ever hold LeBron accountable for these losses. His total disregard for defense and more concern with the personal accolades has been extremely evident this year. How much does he pay y'all? Shaking my damn head. 
It's insane the love fest the media has with LeBron, like he's an infallible god and nothing that's happening the past three seasons is his fault. Insanity, dot, dot, dot. All the bleep (laughs) people have given other players for stat padding over the years is crazy how the media is so blind to LeBron stat padding the past two or three seasons. But of course, he was smart enough to indirectly direct the clown sports medias to focus on other players' mistakes. Um, First of all, let me start here by saying that uh, if the first place you're going to go to point fingers is the 38-year-old guy, um, who has begged Anthony Davis to be the best player, then I can't help you because you don't understand basketball. Second of all, what I would say, Samurai the Seventh, with all due respect, we don't need to name call nobody here, okay? What do you, the media, what do you call him? What, do you, what, what name? What clown? He's dropped, oh, you know, right. like whatever. And well, like, like, idiot. Know. Like when you say, when you call me an idiot, like that kind of Well, I calling? can call you an idiot because I actually know you. So there's oh, that. Okay. So, all right. And so it's not, Samurai and it's Seven, with, he, doesn't, he doesn't get to call me. And, and it's meant with love, okay? Oh, okay. So clown is not meant with love. That was meant with anger, like malice. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like it to me. Okay, all right. I'm with I you. mean, based on what, what came prior to that, I would say yes. All right, I'm just picking um, things apart. Keep going. Secondly, what I would say is this. Um, you bring up the issue with defense. Again, you want the 38-year-old to be the guy that plays defense? Like, do you watch sports? How many 38-year-old <laughs> guys do you see actually playing defense in basketball? How, first of all, how many 38-year-old guys do you see in basketball? Let's start with that. Um and, you know, so in basketball, a lot of stars, even if they're 28, don't play defense because they want to save themselves, especially during the regular season, for the offensive side of the ball because they feel that's more necessary during the regular season. I would add third of all is that no one has said he's infallible and no one is saying because we've actually have criticized him here at times, particularly for, to your point, Cap, when he trusts his own shooting too much when it goes sideways, okay? So let's start. That's third. Fourth of all, okay, the stat padding. So let me get this straight. Oh, I like when you use my phrase, let me get this straight. Keep going. This this is a dude who literally from the first game this season, let's not even forget the times he did it the previous season, okay, was talking about issues with the roster, which – Again, you can argue that maybe two years ago he had something to do, but certainly not the last offseason and this season up until now, okay? So you're saying that he's stat padding because he's literally trying to do everything he can to win the game. So basically, in your eyes, he can't win. Was Anthony Davis stat padding when he was going for 40 and 50 points on a bad team? Or was he doing what he needed to do to try to win the damn game? Because clearly the rest of the guys around them, they don't trust, okay? Because the roster that was built was built in a way that didn't make sense. So, like, I don't understand. You're the type of guy, Samurai the Seventh, and I mean this with all due respect because I don't know you. But the way you're coming across in this tweet, you're a hater ass, okay? You're a hater ass. Because there's nothing that LeBron could do that you would say would be positive you would say anything positive about it because you're calling him a stat pattern when the team around him is a bunch of young dudes and a bunch of dudes who probably shouldn't be on a quote-unquote championship level team okay and not all of that is his fault <laughs> uh, even if you want to blame him for the roster in some ways which okay maybe you can particularly the first year with Russ but after that the trade deadline last season the offseason this year and finally, this trade deadline, that all gets done. But it's like, bro, like, I, I don't know what you want. This was what you took from a conversation about the Lakers and us talking about how many games they need to win? Yeah, I'm not going to blame the the one guy who can turn the entire game around um, or the other guy for that matter. I don't even blame Anthony Davis all that much. I, I you know, lament like everybody else does his lack of availability, but... I. I, I can't put that on him. It's not like he doesn't want to play. So, like, yeah, I'm going to defend both those guys. And if you don't like it, then, bro, I don't know. Listen to Petros and Money, then. No, don't listen to Petros and Money. They're I'm just not saying, funny. like, not funny I, I, like we that, are. that's not a defense. That's just being rational. I know, but hold on. But Samurai 7, hold on. I want to say something. I feel you. I hear what you're saying. There's a lot of people out there who don't like LeBron and think he's a stat pattern. There's no doubt about it. You're not the only person with that opinion. That's number one. Number two, I agree with you. The NBA media sucks up to LeBron. No question about it, by the way. But you know what? The golf media used to suck up to Tiger Woods. Um, and 
There's other media that looks at the superstars, particularly local media, where they have to cover these guys, and they suck up. I agree with you. No disagreement. I'm not offended by what you said, not in the slightest bit. But I'll say this. I still believe in LeBron James. I still believe that LeBron knows that if he doesn't bring this team to the playoffs, it's not Anthony Davis, it's not, you know, it's not Coach Ham, it's not any one guy on this team, it's not Jeannie Buss, it is LeBron James who will be held responsible for this team not making the playoffs. I mean, that's just the way it goes. When you are the superstar, when you're the billionaire, when you're the movie star, when you're the the media mogul, and you're the all-time leading scorer in the history of the game, you get the praise, you take the blame. I'm not offended by one thing that you said. Don't mean I agree with it all, but I do think that the NBA media does a good job of knowing where their bread is buttered. And just one last thing. There are plenty of media members out there that are making their money by being haters of LeBron. So just being in the LeBron business can be good for business. What do you think about that, George? I mean, that's fine. But like, if you're watching the Lakers games objectively and your first point of contention is LeBron James, what the bleep are you freaking watching? Come on, Sam. Like, seriously? I mean, I need glasses too, man. Things are fuzzy all of a sudden. What's up, man? How's your prescription doing? He's just a hater. Don't hate, celebrate. I'm just saying, like, come on, man. You're like nothing you wrote there is like is is based in reality. Like, I mean, other than he, yeah, he doesn't play great defense. Right. Name me the 38-year-old guy or the 37-year-old guy or the 36-year-old guy in the National Basketball Association that actually plays great defense on a regular basis. Name about, that guy. Because I'd like, love to uh, see him. How about like um Steve Stevenson, how's he? He's pretty yeah, good Steve defender. Steve Stevenson does not know. Yeah. How about uh, Jack Johnson? How's he as a defender? No, Thirty-seven I don't know Jack years Johnson. old. No, you don't know. Yeah. You never heard yeah. of him before. Yeah. 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 How about uh, uh, Mark uh, uh, Jones? How's he? I mean, Mark Jones, the my broadcast partner, colleague. I, I don't know. I mean, just is there is there a thirty-six-year-old player in the NBA with any of these names that I've just come up with? No, not really. Okay, because I'm trying to give you some examples. Yeah, it's uh, just come on, man. Like, it, like it's don't worry first, about it, Samurai. You're not the only person who feels that way. It's the first person you go to. Like, I mean, seriously, dude, like, that's who people blame. George, they blame the superstar, right? But that's dumb. That's dumb. Like, it, it, forget about the Lakers for a second, okay? Forget about the Lakers. Let's just take any team right now, okay? Any team. Let's take. I, I don't know. Like, pick a team. Pick a team in the NBA, any team right now. Okay, how about Phoenix? The Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. okay? The Phoenix Suns were a team that won the most games in the NBA last season and flamed out in the playoffs to the Dallas Mavericks. Whose fault are, is that? They are, is that Devin Booker's fault? 100%. He's the best player on the team. Absolutely. It's his fault. Gotta be. Yeah, his fault that they lost to Luka and the Mavericks? I mean, is it Samurai, his fault? Samurai, it his, tell me. Is it his fault that they're 32 and 28 this year and he's missed a ton of time because he's had a bad hamstring? Like it like like those are my things. Like it's like the same thing with AD. Like AD wants to play. AD like do you guys honestly think like AD wants to be hurt all the time? Like I'm pretty sure he doesn't. First of all, that's got to be uncomfortable. Number 1, physically. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> But that's my thing. Like, fans, guys, I get fan is short for fanatic, but let's just be reasonable for a second and objective, okay? If, you have you, a ba- Samurai. if you're having a bad season, I would say that nine times out of ten, there's, I'll leave some wiggle room there, but nine times out of ten, it's not your superstar's fault. So there's a lot of other circumstances that probably have a factor there. So, But Samurai, I appreciate you giving me ten minutes worth of content. I'm with so, you, Samurai. And please keep tweeting in the Sedano and Cap Circle. NBA media just Despite kisses the fact up to that LeBron. I thought you were being r- ridiculous there. All day long. Uh, DeMarco and uh, Kirk, who are probably going to roll through the pickleball tournament, are going to roll through this segment coming up next. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I love this song. 34 years. Are you for real? Yeah, you're old. What year is this? What year is this? 2023? Yes. 34 years ago. The year of the Lord, as I like to say. Yeah, what year was that? 34 years ago. Yeah. 23, 13, 03, 93, 87? Really? 87? Yeah, 87 sounds right. Did you hear how elementary I just tried to figure out that math problem? Like how my I brain Didn't Christopher just also just say it? He said 34 years ago, but right. I didn't hear what year that was. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, there's a, uh, there's a lot of time that's passed by. In those days, uh, I believe 1987 would put Demarco Farr somewhere in high school, if I recalled correctly. Does that sound right? Sophomore year, yeah, yeah. sophomore yeah. year in high school, yeah. Angela Hilliard, my girlfriend, we used to rock out to this. There nice. you go. Nice. Hey, uh, Demarco, when you yeah. were the vice president of the Dungeons and Dragons Club, did you guys jam this song or what? That was in eighth grade. No, see, that was that was that was previous. Yeah, high huh. school. I was driving. I had a car. A white Honda Civic. We used to hang out at the at the Berkeley Marina and look at the San Francisco lights. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, where is your sole brother of doom uh, teammate? Is he here yet, too, or no? He should be coming in soon. Yeah. Uh, Kirk should be I'm coming here, in brother. soon. I'm here, brother. I'm here. Oh, there we go. There we go. I was told there was some trash talk. Well, he, so here's what I would say. I got okay? my hackles up right now. Yeah. So he, he, here's what I would say. So I, uh, Cappy... Um, and I have not been able to practice. I've never played pickleball, but I played today um, in our neck of the woods, DeMarco. And I played yep. today. And, and Laura, you saw me. Did you think I did okay? Yeah, you did really, really good. Yeah. Does she I, know? I, what is she comparing that to? First of all, sir, relax, because you didn't show up, and this is the second time. So do not come at me. We already established this, all right? All right but Thank but you. you're not, what are you comparing him to? I mean, are you, she, you I don't know. She good works in sports. She watches yeah. sports. She watch like she knows. Pickleball? Know that. It's, it's Kathy, not that when you were uh, gone, we watched the yeah, we watched the national pickleball championship. So that's what we're comparing it off of. Right. And George yeah. looked so good anyway, in comparison uh, to the champions. Gotcha. Well, okay. no, I just I, 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 I know how to he play was good. I know how to play tennis, <laughs> so it's not that much of a stretch to be able to play pickleball. Hence, anyway, but despite that, what I said to Marco, Cappy's like, Oh, we're gonna win, you and me. And I'm like, I mean, DeMarco and Kirk are first of all, you are former NFL athletes, number one. Uh, two, you are much larger men in stature than us, which means you can cover more ground. And I believe yeah. both of you play this sport more regularly. Um, I've only played it once, for God's sake. So I said, we're going to lose if we play DeMarco and Kirk. And Cappy is not hearing it, hence the trash talk. I totally agree with you, George. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's our mission. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're, can we're, I, can I jump in here? Thing. All right, hold on. DeMarco. You got to, first of all, let me throw this out there. First yeah, go ahead, of Kirk. All. all right, this is Kirk, man. Let me throw this out there. Me and DeMarco played on the defensive side. So you got to understand our reaction time is still one of the best. We got cat like reflexes, and you'll be able to see them on March 18th. That's number one. Number two, look, we can also we can go D line, linebacker, linebacker, D line. It doesn't matter. Me and DeMarco. Just understand, we're the soul brothers for a reason, all right? Soul brothers of doom. Just want to let y'all know that y'all might have to get that tattooed across your forehead after the match. Because I got so much faith in DeMarco. He's got faith inside of me. Look, dude, I'm just letting y'all know what time it is. I got to go out. I mean, Kirk, but this is the thing. I'm I'm trying to convince George to have the same confidence that you just had. I have the same confidence. George does not. Now, Kirk, have you played a lot of pickleball? 
I played uh, two or three times. Yeah. Okay. And Demarco, you, I'm, I'm told that you are a very regular. You're actually in a league, a pickleball league. Is this true? I play pickleball. Yes. How frequently? I play pickleball. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. And, and here's a question for you, gentlemen: Have you guys played pickleball together at any time? No. See, he's an inside linebacker. I'm a defensive tackle. I trust him. He trusts me. I don't have to look back. I know where he's going to be. He knows where I'm going to be. It's instinctive. <laughs> See, this That's is, why we chose each other as partners. Yeah. See, guys, what I'm trying to tell you guys, though, is, is that I'm trying to convince George that he needs to get his black belt mentality. He got to get his black belt mentality. I know you don't get That's the beauty of this whole thing. I am a confident guy who thinks that we're going to go out there right. and win. You are George also is already defeated. You don't are have also, sympathy. Yeah, you, you were also a confident guy when we were at the golf course that one day, and you said you could do 50 push-ups without stopping, and then you died at 43. It looked like you were having a heart attack, and you collapsed on the floor. DeMarco, how many push-ups can you do right now? I, I don't care about push-ups. I care okay. about beating you in pickleball. Okay, Kirk Morrison. Um, and, and, and do you plan on practicing with DeMarco? Yeah, we're, we're going to set up a couple practices just to get out there and just go over strategy. Um, you know, it, it's one of those situations where, for me, uh, you know, I mean, how? I mean, are we going all in? Because if we go all in, I mean, I'm wearing, you know, glasses, headbands, like, I like to bring a little the whole nine. Yeah. So I'm going all in. Okay. See, right. I love this. I so, I love when I smell fear. I smell fear. Right from George. You're doing no. this. You're doing it, this wrong. It's he's not. Feel, he's defeated before we even start. It, That's my not, point. It's not fear. It's the expectation of knowing that there's that we're not going to. First of all, there's probably people that are going to be in this tournament that are better than Demarco and Kirk too because they play more regularly at this thing. I all I'm saying is I'm being realistic. I have picked up a pickleball paddle once in my life, which was earlier this morning, and yeah, I did fine. But doing fine isn't going to win six or seven matches. You know who you sound like, George? Yeah, you sound like Chris Chandler. Like, like who? The former quarterback, like Chris Chandler. Oh, the guy from yeah, the Atlanta Falcons, Chris Chandelier. Yeah, we used to call him Chris Chandelier. Yeah. You sound just like him right now. Why? What did Chris Chandelier he, do? Tr- he tried to talk his way out of out of a butt whooping. Tried to be your friend. <laughs> tried to tell me about what was going on during the week as if I cared. As well, I'm not saying you care. Cat, I'm running I, right through your spleen. Yeah, I, I don't care that you don't care. I'm just being realistic because Cap thinks we're going to go through this thing and just like like a knife through butter, and I'm telling him he's nuts. I'm not saying that we're going knife through butter. I'm saying that George has this, to your point, DeMarco, has this, he just has too much respect for your team. Kirk has never played. You need to switch partners. Dude, Kirk has never played. DeMarco says, I play pickleball, which means he barely ever plays. And George is banking on the fact that you guys are former NFL athletes 20 years ago. I like my chances. Okay. Who are you talking to, me or your partner? I'm just talking. (laughs) He's just talking. That's what he does. Kirk, what did you say? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, I, I just tell Cappy, this isn't a strongest man competition. That's all. That's right. That's exactly right. I said to these guys, Kirk, I said, if this were a WWE wrestling match and you guys got into the ring, all right, I'd be afraid for my life. But this is pickleball. Hey, like I said, man, my sideline, the sideline is still there. My lateral movement is impeccable right now. I still got a little leaping ability. Well, I made it wear a, a, a knee sleeve, possibly. I, I may do a <laughs> knee sleeve, possibly. Well, I may be able to grab some icy hot or Bengay after it, possibly. Absolutely. But are we trying to go seven matches in a row, or do I just need to beat Cappy and Sedano? Because sometimes that could be, like, for people who are Clipper fans, sometimes it's just getting into the play-in and winning. Like, are we? what's our goal here? That's what I'm trying to figure out our wow, goal wow. here. Wow, wow. There, the there was, like, just the complete shade of the Clippers. Good man. Good man. <laughs> complete shade to the Clippers right there. Just out it. of nowhere. That's how that happened. <laughs> All right, hold on, George. Um, George and I had an idea, DeMarco and Kirk. Do you want to play against us? Would you guys like to practice? That's what he wants to do. He uh, wants to play against to, you. You guys want to have an organized friendly? You guys want to have a scrimmage? You guys want to get together and, and, and take a look at each other? What do you guys think? A friendly? I, I never thought I was I don't do a friendly. friendly. But I, 
Yeah, like you, you can't practice with a, against somebody else before an actual tournament. I right. Well, it's like this a preseason is, hold on, NFL hold on. game. So this is exactly what I said to him. I said, you <laughs> think that they are dumb enough to play us before the tournament? Are you out of your no mind? Way. Well, don't you guys want to take a look at, at, at what we got? No, I'm okay. I'll I pass. could care less. You guys, I've seen enough on Instagram. So look at that, Cappy. Cappy. Your your genius plan has now crumbled in front of you. Well, I'll tell you guys this. I'll tell you right now. You men need practice. This team needs practice. You can scout us. We can scout you. It's like a preseason NFL game. It's like a preseason organized practice. You do it all the time, guys. Well, if we're talking preseason in L.A., if we're Sean McVay, he doesn't play starters. So me and DeMarco really wouldn't show up. So we would oh, have to yeah. bring in some backup. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. Okay, but we're not. We're talking, yeah. this, I'm talking old school St. Louis, not new school L.A. <laughs> Look at oh, you. you. Look at you. On this, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm dick for mealing this whole thing. Starters are playing in the preseason. Game four. The whole game. <laughs> wow. That sounds about right, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All I'm saying is I would like to do some practicing, and I'd like to play against some guys that I might have to see. That's all. I mean, you know what? I, I, I may be up for it, but you know what? I just, I kind of want to keep my skills to myself, fellas. Mm-hmm. I do. All right. All right. Well, Kaplan, your plan failed miserably. All right. I guess we'll have to just practice with the big CY. And now we're just going to see. Now, now, look, people are already setting the line. DeMarco Farr and Kirk Morrison against Sedano and Cap. DeMarco Farr and Kirk Morrison minus 500 already. Minus 500. I like that. I love being an underdog. Yeah, so there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> we'll have to see how it works itself out now. This is going to be fun. <laughs> i got to get George to a sports psychologist before all this goes down. We'll have to see where it goes. Maybe I'm being the psychologist. What do you know? Hadn't thought about that. Yeah. But now that you mention it, I still don't buy it. Yeah. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Well, good luck to you. You may need it. Thank you very much. Right, I appreciate you. Boom, baby. Thanks, fellas. Doom. Soul yeah. Brothers of Doom. Yeah. Just hung up on us. Yeah. Like, we're out of here. They weren't yeah. buying what you were selling. By the way, Samurai the Seventh has responded. What'd he say? Do you want me to tell you? When we come back, yes. No, because we got Radio Tinder. You want to oh, just do all right, it real Tinder quick? coming up? Yeah. All right. So he said, I knew, in all caps, at Scott Kaplan would agree, or at least try to see the point, as he's the most objective one there. I try and tell you that every day. You don't no, listen to me. Not. You literally just do the thing to you make me mad. People do not listen to me. You literally go against me every day to make me mad, is what you do. <laughs> that's literally your objective here every day. It's that's not what my objective. Obje- it's not that's, my objective. It's Royce Tony's objective. That is what your objective. Uh, <laughs> what is your objective on a daily basis? Uh, then Samurai adds, hooped all my life, played and coached at every level except NBA, and will work anyone over there on a court easily, LOL. I'm similar age to y'all. I'll call in next time. First of all, ain't nobody talking about their games. I mean, of course you'd probably school me on a basketball floor. Not me. Not school me. Oh, shut up. You're so <laughs> stupid. Look, this is your problem again. So, I, but I'm just telling you that I, I have, you, you may have played that sport, and you definitely played at a much higher level than I did, but Not I me. have covered this sport for 20 years. I have, I, I say what you want, but I talk to general managers and head coaches and assistant coaches and players every single day, okay? And... I'm giving you that opinion based off what the people who are playing in that sport tell me. That's exactly okay? what he's saying. And then That's exactly have utilized what he's saying to you. that information over 20 years to formulate my own opinion, okay? So you can call in next time, Samurai. I would yeah, love Samurai. to chat with you. Samurai, call next time. You need to call into the show. Yes. We don't take a lot of calls around here. You know, we, t- we do a lot more interaction on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and every place else that's cool to hang out. Yes. But, yes. bro, you should call the show. He, As I said to him, and with, all due respe- with all due respect, I am going to disagree because if you think LeBron James is the biggest problem or the first problem this team has, then we we just are not going to fundamentally disagree. We're not fundamentally agree, rather. So, But you can call in. Not I mean, summarily? Fundamentally. Fundamentally. That's even worse than summarily. Yeah. He can't curse, though, because I saw them tweet, so... I will drop. No, he you didn't real curse quick. the second time. It's okay. Oh, okay, I'm like, when I will drop you real quick. Oh, he's he dropped a an S bomb. It's fine. I got that. I mean, I don't care. I'm not a prude on the in the chat. Like you can you can curse. I no, mean, no, no. I, when he calls, as long as it's not 
My thing is like the name calling because I think that's silly. Like, there's no reason to go to you know that level. No, like, I mean when he calls. We're all adults here. When he calls, and, and, I, and Samurai did not do that the second time. He had we had an adult exchange here. Uh, so Samurai, thank you for listening. And Radio Tinder is up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks, Christopher. Ooh, there you go. Wait, what song is this again? What, or what TV show is it? Party of Five. Oh. Yeah. With yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Didn't Chris today. just say that like 10 times? Weren't you listening? Um, I didn't have my headphones on, Cappy, Oh, actually. then I guess the answer is no. Yes, the answer is no. <laughs> just thought I'd point that out. Yeah, well, it's a little bit different. You know, when I'm the producer and I'm doing like 10 different things back here, Cappy. What about me? Oh, I'm sorry. When your other things include trying to find a station on your, you know, your streaming Amazon guy or whatever, and and talking about your Lomi. I have no idea what you're talking okay. about. But uh, ooh, I think uh-oh. he just cut off. Oh, you yeah, cut that's him what off. Happens. That's what I happens. did not. I did not. We did not. Cut no, no. I'm just saying he cut. He, he 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 fired off. Yeah. The forces came for him. He got struck down. <laughs> don't don't mess with us, Cappy. Yeah, listen, nothing, uh, what is the saying? Nothing's worse than a woman's scorn? That's right. There you Hell go. hath no fury like a woman's scorn. That's what it is, yes. Are you Thank scorned? You. Well, no, I'm just saying don't mess with us, Cap, or you'll get struck down like you just did. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. Yeah. You know, that line is getting kind of old, Cap. <laughs> you never have any so, idea what we're so, talking so, about. So is so is pretty much kind of a lot of what you're saying, but I'll I'll save it. I'll save it you for You don't even know what I said because you got disconnected. Mm-hmm. Just Can got struck both... down. Yeah, I mean, not you, literally. You, it's I mean, like you're, you're, figuratively yeah, as you're, a joke. Yeah. yeah, we're just joking. How your your comrex crapped out for a F- second. Crapped there. out right at the second when they were struck down. Jeez, oh man, Mister Sensitive. Okay, go ahead. Just play radio. Tonight. Wedding's yeah. got you all up in your feelings, Cappy. He's mad because he wasn't there today. Wasn't invited. Oh hell. So <laughs> in. An 85-year-old woman was killed in an alligator attack yesterday while walking her dog in Florida. The incident occurred when the woman was walking her small little dog near the community retention pond at her senior living home in Fort Pierce. The 10-foot alligator emerged from the water and knocked the lady over before pulling her into the water by the foot. She was trying to fight the 700-pound alligator off to save her dog, and her dog survived, but she did not. So, since you guys both lived in Florida, have you ever had a close encounter with an alligator? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I have not, thankfully, no. I stay very clear away from uh, waters in, uh, infested with alligators and crocodiles because I don't want to become lunch. I am petrified of alligators, and I honestly believe it is the worst way for a human being to die to be eaten by a big, dumb Alligator. Now, here's a question, because I saw this video. Did she get eaten by the alligator, or did the alligator just, like, bite her and, like, like, like that's how she died? I haven't been able to find out, but I'd imagine that, like, I mean, they do eat people. Like, if he killed, if the alligator killed her, it was probably to eat her. It's not like they, right? Like, they're not just going to attack her just to, like, play around, right? <laughs> you know how an alligator takes down a, a person? Do you, know, do you know this? No, I don't. Tell me. First, they grab them. Then they pull them in the water. Then they pull them down to the bottom of the pond. Then they roll them. And then once they got them dead, then they eat them. That is like my biggest fear in life, being eaten by a big old dumb alligator. That's an interesting fear. I bet you there's a name for it. 
You guys ever seen those shows where the alligator guys show up because somebody's got an alligator in their pool and they need these alligator guys to jump in and take the alligator down? You've ever seen these shows? No, but I've seen They're a lot unbelievable. of unbelievable. I've seen a lot of um, the cro- the cro- the croc hunter back in the day. Also, there's um, a scene in oh the crocodile hunter man that guy yeah he, was he a rests badass. in peace yeah uh, there's a scene in James Bond Live and Let Die where they feed a guy one of the bad guys well actually he's a good guy trying to stop the bad guy they feed him to an alligator or crocodile and it's scary Oof. I remember this happened one time when I was at spring training down in Lakeland and there was like this group of people that were trying to get out of their cars to take pictures of the alligators on the side of the road and then later that night after the game we went back to my uncle's and I remember having the news on and like people in that exact spot like one of them got bit or eaten by an alligator my dad was like see you don't ever mess with the alligators true you don't he knew yep could have been us. All right, next one. So Austin Butler, he did everything possible to prepare for his role as Elvis Presley in the movie Elvis. I know we've talked about his accent slash voice and how he kept it around um, up until like a few weeks ago. But he also <laughs> he had, just gave it up. Yeah, he just I guess he was getting made fun of. So he decided to let it go. But he also had a very unconventional, unconventional liquid diet. Uh, when the 31 year old agent told him that he needed to gain weight to play the older version of Elvis... He knew in order to make that happen, he had to do something crazy. And so he microwaved Haagen-Dazs ice cream and drank it. Ugh. He said he got the tip from Ryan Reynolds, who also at one point needed to gain a lot of weight for a movie. Oof. Have you guys ever ruined a great food by eating too much of it? I think it's something that we've all done. Swipe left or swipe right. Cappy, um, go first. I'm a, oh, Cappy, go first. Go ahead. So, all right, now, now that you're going to do this to me, Lindsay, I'm going to have to make an admission on the air, which I didn't really want to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. So uh, last week I was, you know, dealing with some some stuff, and I hadn't eaten anything. So I made a, uh, a cauliflower. Well, I just, you know, like stuff. There was stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like, like I had stomach eaten. stuff. No, no, no. I'll tell you right now, George. I was driving back from downtown LA. Mm-hmm. I got home at around like nine fifteen, whatever. Yeah. I had to then like spend. I knew I had a couple hours of work ahead of me, dude. I made a cauliflower crusted pizza. Okay, no big deal. They're pretty small. I ate the whole thing by myself. Who cares, right? Mm-hmm. And then I made another one. And I put that whole thing down. And then mm-hmm. I made another one. Mm-hmm. And I put down about half of it until I finally was like, dude, what are you doing to yourself? And so I've eaten so much cauliflower crusted frozen pizza that I've ruined it. And by the way, I... So you're done with cauliflower crusted, crusted pizza? For, for a while. I need to be off of it for a little while. And I hate when people microwave ice cream. Like, my yeah. daughter will say, oh, Dad, it's so frozen. I'm like, let it sit out for a few minutes. Let it thaw out. Don't microwave the ice cream. Oh, no, microwaving the ice cream is fine. Ugh. It just speeds up the process. You put it for, like, 10 seconds, and you're good. Yeah, but nah. microwaving it to drink it is like, bleh. No, not to drink it. What are you going to drink it? Like, you just, you make, like, sometimes your freezer is too hard, right? It makes the ice cream too hard. So you put it in there for 10 seconds, and then you can scoop it out a lot easier. Yes, but I, as I said in the initial story, that Austin Butler microwaved ice cream and oh, drank right, it. Oh, right, to drink it. Wait. Right, yeah. I, I, right, whatever, because so he wanted like to consume it faster. Right, right. I get ha- it. Have you ever, like, you know, put it in there and it's too, you put it in there too long and you're like, oh, I got to put it back in the freezer now because I microwaved no, it No, no, I'm pretty good at about 10 seconds. That's the number. Okay. I don't know why the guy didn't put it in a blender and drink it like a milkshake. That sounds a lot better. Well, you can do that, too. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I don't know why he didn't do that. Somebody should ask him. I'll tell you, because Elvis didn't do it like that, Elvis would take that ice cream and he put it in the oven because there were no microwaves back there in the 60s. That's Derek Carr doing Elvis, just so you know. Derek Carr doing Elvis, but it's like, never mind. It's a whole conundrum there. Cappy as Derek Carr as Elvis, who's also Derek Carr. I'm going to the Jets. Okay. Well, last one here. A a new online shopping platform linked to one of China's top retailers has shot to the top of the App Store charts, quickly becoming the most downloaded app in the U.S. and successfully surpassing Amazon and Walmart. Thanks to the Super Bowl Sunday debut, everyone's curious to see what this app is all about. It's called Timu, pronounced T-Mu, but spelled but, T-E-M-U. Okay, that's what I was going to ask yes. you. Yes. Yeah. It's like boss- Timu Solani. Yeah. The old hockey player. Sure. Love Timu Solani. No idea who that is, but I'll take your word. What? There, you don't know who great, Timu Solani is? Was like one of the, like hockey. maybe the best Anaheim Duck ever, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Dude was a, I would say a baller, but they don't really play with a ball. No, he's a pucker. <laughs> yeah. A pucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Dude, he was sick. about him. Yeah. Um, he played for the Anaheim Ducks, San Jose Sharks, too. 
Um, he played for them for a while, too. And he, probably some other teams that I don't remember off the top of my head. The only hockey players I know are Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. Was he a hockey player? Mario Lemieux was a hockey player. Uh, well, there's no hockey. Well, Columbus, that's too far from you, right? Yeah, and that's new, too. Like, that's like... Yeah, that's like, yeah, in the last years 20 years. Yeah. yeah. We did have the Cleveland Lumberjacks. Oh. They were like the AHL team. Well, yeah. Tamu Solani played for him. You'd know him then. Mm-hmm. Probably would. Dude, he was a baller. He was or a pucker, as you said. A pucker. Right. Yeah. Love Tamu Solani. Yeah. So, Timu, it's a Boston-based online retailer that shares the same owner as Chinese social commerce giant Pinduado. The app, which runs on an online superstore for virtually everything from home goods to apparel to electronics, unveiled a commercial during the Super Bowl that sparked a lot of people's curiosity. The pitch that grabbed everyone's attention was shop like a billionaire where you don't have to be one. So I do remember this commercial. I do also remember like not being able to figure out exactly what it was for. And since this app is suddenly like number one in the app store, I wanted to ask if either of you guys have downloaded the Timu app. No, I didn't know it existed, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm in, you know. By the way, uh, Joseph, who's in our marketing department, just texted me and said that his dad did a remodel at Timu's house back in the 90s. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool flex. Uh, it is a good flex. It, Timu Solani was a great player. But that, <laughs> that aside, that aside, I mean, uh, I, did, you know, I did not one download of the most this. Important wingers there is. Uh, go ahead. It, I haven't I, downloaded is, it. Yeah, let me look at the app. I think it's like DHgate. Do you guys know what that is? What's that? DH gate. I don't know what that or is. Or Ali was it AliExpress? I don't know that easy there. Is that like Alibaba? Team. Yes, but they're they're basically like mm, Timu. They're like knockoff goods. Mm-hmm. Cappy, if you ask your TV, do you think it has Timu on there? Let me check it out. Hold on. Yeah. Timu. When we saw it during the Super Bowl, we were like, who's really going to download this? And now I'm like, oh, crap. Everybody downloaded it if it's number one. It was yeah. one that had a QR code, I guess. Yeah, and I yeah. know everyone was like sick of the QR codes by like the first yeah. commercial break. Yeah. I'm going to download the app and see what's up in there. It's I like, feel like, Cappy, this is you. Shop like a billionaire. But you don't have to be one. Well, that's that's sort of my kind of life philosophy in, in many ways is you yeah. know, live like a multimillionaire when you're broke. I mean, I love that. Gotta introduce, I gotta introduce Lindsay Baseball to Timu Solani. Do you oh, know you Timu know Solani? I do. You really know him? I do. No, you don't. Like, how well are we talking here? <laughs> no, you, do, you, don't. you don't. You don't. <laughs> I was just gonna say, there's no way. <laughs> I do. I'm trying to think how you would have crossed paths. With I do. Timu I. I have. I. I'll tell you how I crossed paths with him. How? I had a friend of mine. Is he who, an investor incited? He's not. Oh, not, well, he should not, be. Well, I know, but it's closed. You can't get in now. You know, that's it's like, it. It's too late. It's over. What? Yeah, you can't get in. When you go public then? Well, I mean, next it'll be more, you know, institutional dollars, you know, it'll be more venture capital money. But for now, all the angel investment, it's over. You can't get in. That's it? too late. Can't be an angel. Can only be a devil? Right. I mean, angel on one side. I mean, maybe if Mark Cuban said, yeah, I'm in, then I'd I'd maybe make an exception. But yeah, I mean, it's it's closed now, George. Even, Even I can't even make an exception for you, dude. Yeah, sorry, bro. My bad. I know. I know. You know. It's a shame. Lindsay Baseball, check your Twitter. I saw. There's a picture. Someone tweeted yep. at us. God, I look good Solani? back then. God, I look good. I look healthy. You I and Timu Solani? I didn't know it was you, Cap. Yeah, I know. That's how good I look. Do you have a man bun? Not back then. No, I just I was in really good shape. Oh. Look good. Look lean. I think you're in good shape now. Nah, not like that. Thirst trapping. When was this picture taken? Oh, my God. 2015. Oy vey. Well, God, not that hot. long ago. I was hot back then. Yeah. Now I'm old. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But we're all showing old. it off. Thirst yeah. trapping. All right. That is uh, Radio Tinder each and every day. Brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Oh, I need to answer your question real quick. I didn't answer the question, but I'll do it on the other side because we're way over the break about the food thing. I never actually answered that one. I skipped that one for some reason. Um, while I'm checking out this Timu app, I'll do that in the break too. All right, we'll get to that next. Plus, Cappy, you and I are going to tackle a couple of things here. There's a lot of rumors surrounding the Rams, so we'll get I to that on next. That. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where everybody knows your name. Doom, 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 doom. And they're almost glad you came. Boom, boom, boom. You want to be what you can see. The troubles are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Cheers all the time. What's that? Do you remember watching Cheers? Was that one of your shows? I love Cheers. Even as a child, I loved Cheers. My parents used to be, they thought I was so strange because they're like, this is a really adult show that you like. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, my God. I was telling you earlier during uh, Radio 10. Carla was my, my favorite character, by the way. Rhea like Carla? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. telling you about uh, my biggest fear in life is dying at the uh, jaws of an alligator. I just, it's like my biggest, I'm serious. It's like my biggest fear is being eaten by a big ass alligator. And um, Cheers, there's this one scene where uh, Norm is sitting at the end of the bar with Cliff Clavin. You know, they're kind of hanging out. And, George, do you remember the name of the rival bar that, uh, that you know, Sam and his crew would have, like, you know, back and forth with? Do you remember the name of that bar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't remember the name of it. But, <sighs> but one day... It's on the they, tip of my tongue, but anyway, They go sent ahead. this yeah. big box to, to Sam Malone, you know? Mm -hmm. And Sam says to Norm, hey, man... Um, why don't you open this box for us and let's find out what's in it. It was a huge, giant box. And Norm says, well, I don't want to do it because I don't want to pit. And he doesn't want to sweat under his armpits, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, come on, Norm. Just come on, do it. So Norm goes to do it and he takes his jacket off and he's already sweating under both armpits, yeah, like yeah. where they're pretty much meeting in the middle of his chest. Yeah, 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 yeah his big sweat. And I have yeah. had a fear my entire life of like sweaty armpits. So like I, I hate sweaty armpits, mm -hmm. you know? Why don't you just get like, you know, antiperspirant actually for some people creates sweatier armpits. You know that, right? I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Don't use antiperspirant. Just use, yeah, just use regular old deodorant. You're fine. Yeah, man. I know. I used to use secret all the time. It was the best deodorant, even though it was an antiperspirant. It kind of I was just going to say, I thought it was an antiperspirant. Yeah. Yeah. And it went on white, you know, and then it would ball up the hairs underneath your arms, you know, yeah. like your, your armpit hair would have all these little white balls in them at mm -hmm. the end of the night. Yeah. That's why you got to shave your pits if you're going to use secret. Yeah little life hack for you fellas i think guys should shave their armpits at least not like totally completely but like how lebron has them oh i i do i don't i don't know how lebron has i've never noticed his i pits, only noticed but, this really? because and i've been pretty up close to lebron <laughs> yeah, a bunch you of checked times. out lebron's I, pits I, I saw a picture that was on twitter literally yesterday where he had both his hands up in the air and i noticed like you know what I mean, he doesn't have a ton of hair under his armpits i I'm, yeah, I'm a fan yeah. of that i i don't i am not a very hairy person either um to begin with and i i do like just use like whoops, a clipper um, to just go through it one time and it goes away pretty quickly and then it takes forever to grow back. Um, I am, uh, but yeah, like, so, but I do do that. Like I always manscape. Like I've done that since I was like a teenager, basically. Oh, really? You never had the, the really hairy, bushy pits? No, nah, I got rid of that stuff early. Like, yeah, high school, college, maybe college probably is my guess, but mm. very early on. All right. Well, maybe I'll, uh. Lindsay, if you could send me that picture of LeBron's armpit hair. I had no idea. I will try and duplicate that. It just. has to be from the All-Star game because I literally remember seeing it yesterday, and it was a close-up, too, and I was like, hmm, interesting. I'm going to find it right now. All right, please do. Please do. Yeah. All right, where were you going, George? Where where, where were you headed here? I don't know. The I'm armpit thing kind of threw here. me off. I got to yeah, be I know honest with you. I know yeah. it did. I mean, I have no idea what the hell. Oh, the, Ra the Rams and the rumors. Oh, right, right. Um, so, Lindsay, while you're finding that, what happened with Jalen Ramsey? Okay, so I'm going to play this clip first. So Amon St. Ra and his brother have a podcast together. And By the way, uh, Southern California kids, Amon Ra and Equinemia St. Brown. Yes. Uh, his dad, uh, their dad actually, came into studio with me uh, and Key and LZ many, many, many years ago when we used to do the morning show together, uh, Cappy. And their dad, because I remember Key was like, this dude is like a less intense LeVar Ball. Like in the, intense in the sense of like the wanting to be out there in the media. You know what I mean? Like intense, more intense, if not equally as intense in regards to making sure his children 
um, did everything or he did everything he could for his children to succeed in sports, uh, but just not as uh, vociferous as our friend LeVar uh, has been. So now I got to meet his dad. Guy, is this the guy who was the bodybuilder? Yeah, the bodybuilder. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes. Cause which yeah. one of these guys? I think it's it's Amon Ra, right? He's Amon been, Ra is the one that plays with the Lions. Right. And so I saw him because, you know, I became a Lions fan this year because I watched Hard Knocks. And he kind of showed his childhood. Like, my dad was a bodybuilder. Yeah. He worked me out all the time. He prepared me for this whole thing. And what, the brother's name is what? Equinemius. Equinemius, St. Brown. That is an awesome name. So, yeah. yeah. Amon Ra. Um, Amon Ra plays for the Lions, and Equinemius plays right. for the Right, and he played Bears. for SC, and Equinemius played for Notre Dame. Right. Yes. Yeah. So they have a podcast together, and they were talking about, you know, like, with free agency coming up, like, what's going on with everybody? They talked about Derek Carr and Rodgers, and then they brought up... Our good friend Jalen Ramsey. I be in my chair, bro, <laughs> dying laughing. Man, I just started the wrong one. Let me try that again. Sorry. You know, I keep seeing these Jalen Ramsey. They might release him, or how that's gonna work. Really, hey, Jalen? If you can hear this, I know you played with golf before. Um, Detroit might seem like a landing spot for you, my guy. So he doesn't want to go to Detroit from LA. Talk to, talk to me. He doesn't want to do that. He's not. Come on, that. man. Detroit is going this way. Only way is up for us. So then Jalen Ramsey saw this post, this you know clip of this surfacing on Twitter, and he commented on it and said, LOL, much love to Jared Goff and Amra St. Brown. I'm on Ra St. Brown. Uh, tried my hardest to get y'all in them playoffs this year. I won't comment on my future, though. We shall see. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't look, I mean, Jalen, if the Rams want to get equity, like get like draft capital, they're going to have to Jalen Ramsey, unfortunately, is going to be the guy they're going to have to move because they can get like real value for him. Yeah, well, I mean, the guy who you're not going to move is Aaron Donald. On no, that's defense. never happening. Yeah, that's so, happening. Yeah. I mean, if if you have a guy in Jalen Ramsey who's like a twenty five million dollar player and you have a lot of other things that you got to do on your team, um, he becomes, unfortunately for him, Listen, not that he's not going to make big money elsewhere, but he's a luxury item at this point. I mean, the Rams, based on what happened this past year, it is it is a complete rebuild. And anybody who says to me, no, you're wrong, it's not really a rebuild, you just got to get Stafford back and you got to get Cooper Cup back, no, you need an entirely new offensive line. Yes. And so... And the only way to do that is to get first-round draft capital or first couple of round draft capital. Or move a guy with a big number off your cap and be able to sign some free agents, you know, that are all you know, that are available on the offensive line. I mean, one way or another, it doesn't really matter. It's just that the Rams have a lot of other needs, and Jalen Ramsey, great player, has had a really nice career, helped win a Super Bowl, but twenty five million bucks, not with this roster, not now. Yeah, you're gonna have to make some moves for sure. And he again, you can get First round capital for him, probably more than one. You gave mm -hmm. up more than one, and he's still mm -hmm. in his prime. So you got to make that move. I right, like Laura to hear to other rap. players doing that, though. I like to hear players from other teams going, come on, my guy, come to us. I mean, yeah. Uh, by the way, um, we are not done with the Rams rumors because there's another hot one um, on the offensive side that you're going to want to hear. So we'll get to that um, in just a moment. But Laura, what else did you say in my ear? I said rap, and then he did. Oh, it. my bad. Sorry, we're wrapping. Laura said to wrap. Peace. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.